and welcome to Above the Clouds, the podcast that believes in the saying, one ounce of action is more valuable than 10 tons of theory. Here we discuss ideas and strategies which have been proven to elevate the heart and minds of the ones courageous enough to implement these strategies and take a step in a whole new direction. You are now listening to Cole Lewis and I'm inviting you to fly with us in a whole new direction so we can arrive at a whole new destination. Get ready because we are going above the clouds. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wherever you are, whatever time frame you're in, whatever space you're in, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Above the Clouds. You are listening to your host, Cole Lewis, and it has been a long time, and I'm sorry for holding out for so long. It's funny when I make um, any recording because I'm not on any, you know, platforms really that allow much feedback, and sometimes I wonder who am I speaking to. <laughs> you know who am I having this conversation with like who's even listening and sometimes it's it's, it's just a it's a weird feeling and as I'm sure you would know any weird feelings that we have can often take many shapes many forms depending on what space we're in And what I mean by that is, so if I'm just going to use this current example, is that there's some times where I might think to myself, man, what's the point? No one's listening, like no one's really interacting. And then other days, I'm fully like, of course someone's listening. Someone is always listening. Someone is always seeing something you know Um, and we know or we believe or we feel or we sense that everything that is in existence is heavily correlated correlated sorry to consciousness awareness and what could exist without some awareness of its existence you know um, so even when you think of you know I can't remember who said it I don't know if it was like Galileo or um, or whoever it was I think therefore I am is that do you equate thinking to being you know do you only exist just because you think you do and anyone that's on that journey on that path to you know awakening can sense that that statement is not true superficially true maybe um i don't know if you can hear that that's my mum in the background uh, <laughs> um 
but yeah so but what i will say anyway is i hope all is well whoever is listening um i hope all is well and in terms of engagement i am currently working on a couple of things to um increase the level of participation and conversation um not me telling anybody to do anything or dictating or you know um stepping forth as a teacher or a leader or a guru or anything like that is just an open forum that i want to create for discussion you know um i learn from people older than me and wiser than me as well as people younger than me and wiser than me you know and the journey of learning never stops sometimes i sit in the garden and look at a leaf and learn so much just from its stillness but yet it's still growing it's still alive um but that being said today's episode doesn't have um a title as such even though i will put a title in when i post it um truth be told i've been thinking about recording for a long time and obviously i'm only doing it now and i haven't got any specific thing that i'm really gonna be focusing on although i'm sure there will be certain topics that will probably get highlighted more than others i just really want to thank anybody listening actually um and whether you you know you stop listening from this point onwards or you listen to the whole thing or you share it with one person or two people or no person that i just want to extend my gratitude just for this time and you know i was encouraged to start a gratitude journal which um i did do i haven't been the most consistent recently and i haven't been the most consistent with anything most recently and it's probably why i was so apprehensive to record anything at all however i don't think we should be condemning ourselves because we slip you know because we find our shoelaces untied it doesn't mean that we stop walking altogether we stop running we stop climbing we just observe it for what it is and tie our shoelaces and keep it moving There's been a lot that's been going on for everybody. We've all got our stories. (laughs) We've all got our diaries that we could write that would fill up, you know, a thousand libraries, I'm sure. And obviously all of our stories feel unique to us because often it's what we equate to who we are. You know, I am not the presence. I am the story that is pulled from pillow to post from moment to moment I can't stay in a moment because life keeps on changing circumstances keep on changing people keep on chaining training (laughs) training as well but changing Um, and obviously that's not really how it should be I keep saying obviously but it's not really that obvious when you're being pulled by it 
you know it's obvious to me right now that when I get angry I'm no longer in an awakened form I'm no longer behaving from a space of love from that formless place where equanimity resides I'm now being pulled by my addictions I'm offended because my addictions my expectations aren't being met and it's by me taking offence which is the point where I start to act from that space which got offended instead of the space that observes and can see where the offence has taken place and when I say taken place I mean not externally taken place I mean internally interpreted as if it has taken place and emotionally responded as if it's taken place and instead of me observing it as a passive observer and a witness that that's what's happening I'm instead experiencing it as if that's what's happening to me so I'm the one that's fully feeling offended I'm the one that is entitled to react entitled to speak my peace entitled to become opinionated and aggressive and offensive and confrontational because my rights were violated my boundaries are violated you know you're offending this identity that I've been working so hard to create and protect and preserve from primary school but it's beautiful when you can observe it happening and see it for what it is and even if you do end up getting pulled from time to time which is cool you can often see sometimes when it's happening and sometimes the pull is so strong you it's like you don't even f you feel almost feel powerless to prevent it from happening it's like there's something way at the back of your mind that says rah it's happening again but yet by that point it's like you've almost passed your threshold where you've given over control to whatever you want to call it you know your demons your addictions your ego your subconscious your you know what i mean uh, perpetual repetitional um, tendencies you know the reactive mind whatever you want to call it um, doesn't really matter does it you know doesn't really matter whatever you want to call it Jinga Janga, Habba Wabba, Skibidi Dibidi, or water. If you drink it, it's probably going to do the same thing. If it's what we would call water, but we just give it a different name, it's going to hydrate you the same way, right? So, that's, um, that's that. Now, this is um, a bit of a strange experience for me, actually. And 
one of the reasons it is is because I knew that if I procrastinated so much where I'm overthinking and trying to write down ideas and concepts and this and that and the fourth I would never come to this microphone I'd look at the microphone I'd think about the microphone but I would never bring myself to sharing anything because I wouldn't feel like I'm worthy of sharing anything I'm entitled to sharing anything and where does that come from you know where does that come from so only you could answer that same way only I can answer that question and then even though I could have a long list of answers most of those answers derive from a place of fear you know a place of insecurity or jealousy you know which again stems from fear you know it's almost like fear is the title and everything else is just like subheadings that we want people to understand we feel like we need people to understand we need to dissect to help people understand like like Eckhart Tolle says like sometimes we feel like by people understanding it, it, it adds something to us you know what I mean like we just need someone to understand but you don't understand me you're not understanding what I'm saying you're not understanding the situation you know um, and I guess in certain professional capacities when there's actual you know protocols and pragmatic um, systems in place that need to be followed in order for the system to work I get it if you're not understanding the right you know code computer codes or you know programming codes or whatever then it won't work so you would need to understand that but in terms of us finding happiness like it's something we need to find and then we feel like someone is getting in the way of me finding and I'm now trying to share how this barrier is getting in the way with my friend, with my colleague, with my family member, whatever and then I start getting frustrated because they do not understand why do they need to understand a barrier that I've created is blocking me from realizing my true self my true potential and yet I've given something external to me power to dictate where I'm out of in myself and I want someone else to hear my excuses my reasoning my justification of why I've let go of that power but I'm not going to say it like that. I'm going to say that someone's taken. Someone victimizing me. You know? So it's crazy, man. It's literally crazy. And this is someone speaking that I've been losing my temper a lot recently. And I was doing, you know, a lot of meditation some practices I was learning from 
Eckhart Tolle and his wife are doing some um, breathing exercises from, you know, the Iceman Wim Hof, cold showers, which is amazing, by the way, which I would def definitely recommend and talk about on, a, on another occasion. You know, rest in power, Earl Simmons, AKA DMX, powerful individual, powerful. Ah, what can you say about this man? A lot, a lot. And when we talk about polarity and being pulled and pushed into this direction and that direction just by your own mind like I think he personified that reality not the concept but the reality of it in his music you know it was a true case of art imitating life you know his life literally was a replica of his music he used to talk about his struggles he used to talk about his blessings and he used to rhyme about those same struggles and blessings he used to communicate it in different ways both artistically through prayer through just interviews and dialogue with people he's familiar with and even people he was unfamiliar with but I think when you're kind of in tuned to a certain part of you which doesn't I, I believe doesn't diminish the battle that you still have inside but once you can't come to a realization that there's even a battle inside even when you're coming to that realization I think you start to sever the the separateness that we often feel, you know, us against them. You know, you start to see a, a likeness in people that not necessarily just look like you, but just people. You know, like a, a connectedness. I want to say this actually. I, I want to quickly read something. It's a bit. It's it's light. You know, nothing too heavy. Nasruddin saw a man selling a beautifully made sword in the market. How can a piece of steel be worth 50 gold pieces, he asked. The auctioneer saw that he was no connoisseur of art and said, This is a magical sword. In battle, it stretches itself by several feet and outreaches the enemy. Within minutes, the mullah was back with a pair of fire tongs. Sell these, he told the auctioneer, and note that the reserve price is a hundred gold pieces. I hardly think that you will get more than a few coppers for these, said the man. Nonsense, said the mullah. They may appear to be ordinary enough tongs, but when my wife throws them at me, even from 30 feet, they leap across the gap, invisibly extended. 
I have no idea why I read that. But I just found it humorous. And it just kind of shows you. It's just all about people's perceptions. People's perception of value, of purpose. You know? And when we get into like debates and you know unhealthy debates I'm more specifically talking about and squabbling and arguing over foolishness I think it would be a good thing to try and even just remember that or whatever you know stories come into your head or even real life stories or examples that come into your head but that alone that you're placing value on something because you believe it's valuable cool and then other people might even find value in it but guess what the moment people's perception changes the same people that found value in that sword the moment they're not trying to cut nothing and they decide to stop using the sword and instead they start using I don't know a pen I'm not gonna fight we're gonna we're gonna articulate ourselves let's write down our differences or, or, or what we believe to be the case instead of battling it out then guess what the sword has less value it's no longer a tool that you would use in order to um, acquire your um, your goal so to speak you know now I'm looking for a pen I see the sword and I'm like Psh, whatever now I'm looking for a pen and when I see the pen now that's the thing that's now becoming valuable to me because to me this is now a more beneficial tool a more useful tool a more purposeful and non-violent method of communicating Anyway, I, I hope you like that story. I thought it was pretty cool. I know I sound proper mellow today compared to how I often sound. Um, but yeah, I'm just in a weird space, which is cool. I'm just trying to sit with it and be present with it, which I've been really struggling to do, if I'm being honest, recently. Um, like just sitting still, but I've noticed that I'm, just, I'm struggling to sit still. You know, I just, even when I try sitting still in a park or in a garden, I was like, I always find a reason to like, to move or to twitch and to distract myself with something and whatever it is, is at the time it always seems relevant. You know, I was like, oh, I need to, you know what I mean? I need to switch this on. Oh, I need to switch this on. I need to, you know what I mean? I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this. I'm doing everything except for staying still. Everything but, even though that was my my so-called need at the time that's what I felt like I needed to be doing and sometimes the opposition is a, is a strong indicator that it's something that you really need to do you know it's an indicator it's something you really need to do almost like the opposition of um, certain relationships that you have when there's like certain conflict certain drama between you and a loved one or whoever Sometimes that opposition is an indicator that, rah, you've still got a lot to work on. 
because you know sometimes when we can read certain things and we can practice this and practice that and then we feel that okay i'm achieving something i'm getting somewhere i'm feeling something a little different inside myself that's cool but guess what the circumstances around us are all conducive they're all running in alignment to what we would class to be the ideal situation or the ideal circumstances but what happens when you're swimming and there's a tide that is stronger and creates a current that's stronger than you can actually swim so if i'm you know swimming west and the current becomes so strong it starts going east guess what i'm going east regardless of how hard i'm swimming you know regardless and sometimes we need to know that it's okay when the wind blows east and we want to go west because if that wanting that loaning that desire is a preference instead of an addiction instead of something that we believe is going to make us whole and make us complete make us happy if it's just like okay this is where i want to get to i'm not banking my whole life on it you know i'm not going to be susceptible to the results of attaining it or not you know then it's okay you know but again this is me speaking intellectually because experientially i struggle with this too you know probably not as much as i don't know a few years ago or whatever but you know the bat the battle was still there and you know going back to what i was saying earlier about dmx is is he often used to talk about this kind of stuff you know that he was struggling with his own demons which we all are you know and maybe he'll get a little bit more slack with, for it just being a celebrity you know what i mean like but that's just just the way the social construct is that because you're a lot of your life is in the public eye a lot of people are just that ignorant to the fact that this person is human just like anybody else you know but there's something about seeing someone on the screen that i don't know just gives us this what do they call it uh, when you see somebody um starstruck you know because you see them on the tv and there's something about a television and seeing someone on there and then when you see that same person in real life it's a, it's a it, it does it's almost that you're seeing someone in this severed reality for so long where almost almost anything is possible on that box on that screen and now that same person that's been living in the realm of the infinite and the all possibilities are you know endless type realm and now you're seeing them in your reality you know outside of the box and i get it it's almost like oh wow but i think the, the moment you kind of become mindful that it's just a tv screen it's just a movie it's just a music video or whatever it is you know and it's edited in such a way to create a concept to create a storyline to create you know um so just because you watch half an hour of itv news or bbc news or whatever it is and they're, and they're giving you their um, version of what's going on in the world it doesn't mean that's one it doesn't mean that's what's going on in the world and two it doesn't mean that's all that's going on in the world even if it is a snippet of it it doesn't mean that's all that's going on like it really doesn't 
Um, so yeah, it's crazy. Because let's just be honest. If I was to tell you a situation that I've been in, that the no particular situation I'm thinking of right now, but if I was to tell you that any situation that I've been in, or you was to tell me a situation that you've been in, guess what? If I really wanted to keep the story, the the story, <laughs> the story short, and I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna, you know, long story short, this is basically what happened. You're not gonna get the full version of that story, but then if I tell you the whole story and every single thing that happened, every single thing I felt whilst it was happening. So I'm going to mix the objectivity and the subjectivity. It becomes very long-winded. And you kind of come to realize that none of it is really relevant. You know what I mean? That none of it is really relevant. Like what I know about an apple and its nutritional value doesn't really change what it does once I digest it. You know? It doesn't. Like the contents of it is going to have its way with the, you know, biochemical reaction in my body regardless. So even if I'm eating something that's gone off and I don't realize it's gone off and I, you know, and I think it's going to, you know, be good for me or whatever thoughts I have on it and it ends up, you know, turning my stomach or doing whatever. That's what's going to happen because that's what's within that substance, regardless of what I think of it and feel about it. You know, once it's in me, it's in me. And obviously, a lot of the things that we've accumulated growing up, we try to like dissect it and make sense of it. But realistically, everything we're trying to make sense of, and every apple or fruit or pie or you know a piece of spinach that we've eaten, that's now accumulated in the physical body. It's, I feel like it's a similar thing when trying to think and dissect and decipher you know doing this like inner shadow work which i'm not saying isn't important or significant i'm sure it has its place and it's inner child work and da, 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 da. but ultimately you have to look inside yourself isn't it and be still of it and recognize it to, to really know what's going on to really know what's going on and the point i'm making i'm only saying that just to go back to so when i'm spending like 30 minutes telling you my situation guess what that same 30 minutes I could probably get more clarity by just sitting with it and observing it because as I'm telling you what's happened I'm adding my memory my emotion both things are not are not from where I'm standing reliable sources of growth but coming from a space where there's less judgment coming from a space where I'm not identified with what's happened to me and how it's made me feel I'm not identified with it I can see it and I know it's there within me but I know it is not me 
I am more than that. And something interesting that um, I heard Eckhart Tolle say once is um, about transcending is that when you transcend, it's not so much a thing like where you're rising and you're going above something and you no longer um, have that which you have previously acquired. You know, so it's not like your old habits or certain thought patterns are no longer there. They might have less control of you, but you just you you as you're rising, these other things are still there, but you're just rising above it. Excuse me. So it's not like oh, okay, cool. I've buried it. It's gone. It's dusted. Oh no. You know, a week later, where did that come from? I thought I buried it. It's like, it's not that. It's like, look, at least now you've recognized it when it's showing up again. At least now you've recognized that, oh, okay, cool. I still got a bit more work to do. Um, I didn't realize that this situation was going to trigger that behavior or trigger this behavior. And that's why they say that relationships are like a good playground, you know? So when you feel like, I don't know, you're getting righteous and I'm spiritual now and this and that and the fourth often your your interactions your relationships will be a strong um uh test paper you know how much have you learned you know because regardless of what you feel like you've learned intellectually when it comes to actual experience your behaviors will come out you know what you expect from yourself will come out like what you really expect what you've done repeatedly. See if I'm and the funny the, the funniest thing is, yeah. I've been listening to certain types of music recently. And it's not really new music. It's music I used to listen to back in the day. And I thought and I heard like one song and I thought, oh my gosh, I love this tune. And then it reminded me of another song and I thought, oh my gosh, I love this tune. And you know, I spent the day or a few days like listening to this music, didn't think too much of it. But then at the same time, I noticed I wasn't meditating. I wasn't, you know, listening to anything that was really that constructive or anything. And I didn't think there was any harm in it or whatever, which is cool. But then I started to notice my behaviors and my interactions were different. As in how I was responding, I was more reactive. I wasn't just acting from a good place. I was react. I was reacting from a place that is that was almost as familiar as the music I was listening to. So the kind of reaction I would have had when I used to listen to that type of music was the same reaction that I had recently whilst listening to that music again. Which is a funny one. I ain't gonna get into all that too much now. But yeah, it's a bit crazy, it's a bit crazy. So, What am I going to say now? You know, there's a part in the Bible. John chapter 1. Verse 4. <laughs> okay. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. You know, I read this and it really made me think. What did it make me think about? Good question. I have no idea. I'm joking. <laughs> um, 
the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it so sometimes first of all obviously a lot of this will be heavily um, interpreted by how you determine and interpret and define what is meant by the word light and the word darkness but here's what I take from it at this present moment there's a part of us which we know wants to do good where we know what's right and wrong yeah and we know that there's certain ways that we're living which are not the best way although we might feel like we're trapped and you know everyone else is doing it or you know there's nothing else out there for me and blah blah blah, blah. there's still a part of us that wants to break out of this shell of uh, compulsive repetition you know so that compulsive part of us I would call or equate to the darkness um You know, when we do something that we knew probably wouldn't serve us very well, it's, you know, we end up putting it on ourselves and, oh man, why did I do that again? I can't believe I did that. Now the situation's gone worse, da 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 da, all that crap. You know, it's just like a darker part of you, isn't it? You know, a darker part of me. And, you know, and when you start doing good, and then obviously, quote unquote, good, you feel like you're elevating yourself, your, your thoughts are more clear, you're more productive you're more creative you feel like you just overall feel like you're in a better space you know things still happen you know i mean things still happen your response to the things happening is what really determines your reality and the quality of that reality which is crazy right but that's just the reality (laughs) Um, but what i think was mad is darkness did not comprehend it so like what i was saying earlier in regards to when you start waking up or becoming more conscious that you're more than your thoughts and you're more than your emotions and you're more than your reactions and you're more than your addictions once you start to come to this realization not read about it or hear about it once you start to come to this realization see this realization feel this realization be that realization then the darkness does begin it begins to comprehend the light you know it's almost sometimes feels like when we're meditating and stuff that's the light there isn't it we're trying to you know infuse ourselves with that light engulf it and when we're in a quiet space or the sun is shining or whatever it is or if you know if you like the rain when like the mood is right it's just like yeah i feel good like i feel enlightened i feel 
you know, I'm in a good space, you know, everything is beautiful, life is beautiful, it's a dark cloud, but even that's looking beautiful, oh my gosh, now there's a rainbow, that must be a sign, oh my days, the world is so amazing and universal, it's offering so much, there's so many signs and clues of how beautiful and wonderful it is, and all this time I've just been stressing over nothing, and, you know, arguing with people for nothing, you know, being offensive for nothing, being offended for nothing, all that, but guess what, at some point, when life comes, and kicks your ass, that same light cannot be comprehended, why, because we then get engulfed by how we feel, we get engulfed by who we believe we are, in that moment, and at that moment, you're not thinking of the beauty of anything. Of anything. You don't even feel beautiful yourself. You don't even see the beauty within yourself, let alone anything outside of you. We're not even valuing ourselves enough to kind of give ourselves, grant ourselves, bless ourselves, grace ourselves with the opportunity. Oh, the, the opportunity is always there grant ourselves with the act of taking a step back and just recognizing the feelings and for what it is you know what i mean but instead that light of presence of awakening becomes unfamiliar you know um and we lose our temper we get angry we get upset or whatever whatever and we start living out of that emotion and it's not about having emotion or not the emotion is just there it's a part of us cool but it's not you you know what i mean like that my hair is a part of me but my hair does not value so it does not um quantify my value it's not a determining factor of how valuable i am or how precious i am how amazing I am it's not but yet it may feel like that and sometimes that feeling could be the difference between me going out and socializing or not I would go out and socialize I'll, I'll attend a party as long as my hair's done if my hair's not done I can't let people see me like that Mm-mm. no way who am I representing if I go out like that I'm not representing me I'm representing you know someone that don't care about me wow okay you know it's the same way isn't it we go to interviews and we know almost what's expected you need to look smart you need to you know have your hair done you need to you know be well shaved and this and that and the fourth which is cool that's a part of the that construct and i guess to some extent there's probably that places for it depending on obviously where you work and what direction you're going but i think personally and this might change in time but if you're doing it but you're doing it consciously so you know it's not you you're not identified with it you know um almost like do you remember that that film um i can't remember what it's called pursuit of happiness with will smith when he turned up to the interview obviously i know he didn't it wasn't his intention to as in it wasn't that his plan even though he did it when he turned up to the interview in just those raggedy clothes I think he just finished painting and he 
got locked up or something and he ran there all tired sweaty dirty you know um and he turned up to that interview but guess what he still came with his most authentic self and i'm sure inside he probably felt embarrassed and he knew he wasn't looking apart and especially it was like a proper like corporate you know setting environment everyone is looking fresh and clean and smart you know taking pride in their appearance and here's this guy you know what i mean just looking like a scruff he didn't even have a shape up like <laughs> like nothing like nothing you know what i mean nothing about him said i really want this job on a physical level on a physical level but guess what they gave him the opportunity to sit down and they spoke to him they asked him questions they basically interviewed him same way even though obviously a lot of it was conducted um through the filter of um i guess you could say just their own you know preconception of how we should have came and you know which is fine you know that's the system and but somehow they were able to transcend that just like eckhart was saying they was able to like lift out of that space but still have reservations based on how he's looking so it didn't totally obliterate those biases but it was it they was able to kind of see past it you know what i mean they was able to still hear because sometimes yeah you know like you can see someone or someone could do something whatever and no matter what they say from that point you're not hearing any of it you've already made your conclusion i think it was sad guru that said like you know every conclusion is like a death unto itself because once you make a conclusion there's no more opportunity for learning because you think you know it now and if you think you know it you haven't got time to listen to something that's contrary to what you already know because you already know but when you kind of open like socrates said you know open to that point where you know nothing you know, when they said, like, Socrates, you're the wisest man ever, da 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 And he's like, you only think that because I'm the only man in the land that knows that he knows nothing. You know what I mean? I'm not making a whole heap of conclusions. So whilst back to pursuit of happiness, they might have made a particular conclusion when he first jumped in the seat. Some of them must have made an assumption, but not so much of a conclusion because they must have been open enough to still question him to still ask him questions and then still have a soft enough heart and be open enough to be like you know what let's give him a chance you know not just because i'm feeling pity but there's actually more to him than what he's physically presented in terms of again you know what he's wearing you know and a traditional uh, I guess format of an interview you know he's still ticking the boxes that you would because obviously like the first thing is like okay how do they look what's their appearance blah 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 what's their resume cool now let's speak to them now let's find out what they're about so even though like the first few boxes was probably like a big fat X like mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. it's like there was so much substance they recognised the substance which was so pure and authentic that it didn't matter that the other boxes were not ticked you know what i mean all it did is it caused a bit of judgment 
called a bit of hesitation, a bit of speculation, you know what I mean? But it did not determine, it wasn't an ultimate um, determination of how valuable this man is. Because they still end up giving him the role based on something beyond that physical. So in that moment, imagine even having like all those insecurities that you know that you're going to this corporate place and whatever and then the darkness will start to empower it'll start to grow because you're going to start having all these doubts about yourself you know what I mean that man they're going to think this they're going to think that and blah blah blah, blah. Excuse me. even though I'm sure that's not a, um, uh, well I'm sure it's not a unique story as in I'm sure it's happened more than once um, but obviously uh, it's not something that happens all the time so I'm sure naturally you would feel levels of apprehension and doubt and so on and so forth and you know arguably maybe rightfully so but how much of that doubt and is that insecurity going to take precedence in your behavior which is the thing because a lot of the times I have this discussion in regards to relationships and even in relationships I've been in was that I'm not discrediting what you're feeling I'm not discrediting the emotions that the emotions have its place and it has its validity like they're fully valid you know it's a part of you and if i love you i have to love everything that comes comes with you but i don't even want to get into much into that love talk but um but yeah but i'm like if we're talking about a situation and we need to deal with the situation then we need to be able to take some of this darkness out of it and see it for what it is and i'm not equating that emotions to darkness or whatever what i'm saying is if we're seeing situations through the lens of the emotion and it's the same emotion that's had us attached to the results of this situation and my happiness is apparently determined and being dictated by this situation so now i'm emotionally invested guess what if i'm gonna make my case based on these same invested emotions this is just gonna be a never-ending spiral because i'm pushed and pulled by circumstances know and then and now i'm going to argue with you about why it's important for these circumstances to meet my needs my emotional needs and you're not meeting my emotional need like all, all that talk and again i want to get into that i don't even think this is the you know i mean today for that but um for me personally anyway but yeah if you just tuned in this definitely isn't um a rela- well i guess it is a relationship it's all about relationships isn't it relationship with yourself relationship with others um, but let's just say it's not relationship advice there you go I'm not no um, relationship counsellor or anything like that and I probably wouldn't even trust one <laughs> to be fair um, but no um, yeah so the relationship between the light and the darkness is crazy and where it says in John that um, the darkness did not comprehend the light it's something like it sounds all metaphorical but it's reasonable isn't it as well if we equate the darkness to just the heightened emotion and you lose your sense of self and you identifying yourself with your situations with how you're feeling and so on and so forth it's hard for you to see the beauty it's just like the man that came face to face with the man eating tiger and then he tried to run away from it and then he ran and then he hid off on the, the, the ledge of a cliff and then he would start making his way down the lion is at the top waiting for him 
and then he looks down and sees there's more lines at the bottom waiting for him he's like raw all right cool this is it then and then he just kind of looks to his side and then he sees like a strawberry there like and decides to eat the strawberry and somehow manages to enjoy that strawberry now guess what under normal circumstances and i say normal as in the traditional sense but the darkness would have stopped you from being able to enjoy that strawberry and whatever you want to call that unreasonable or just not practical or it's irrational or whatever it's just like it's still truth isn't it think about it because it ultimately emotions aside it is still it would still be the fear that would stop you from eating it because i also say it would be fear that would turn your tummy <laughs> so you wouldn't even have an appetite to eat it but to be able to eat that strawberry and enjoy it you have to be present and the only way you can be present is when you can recognize a dilemma but not attach yourself to it you know which is kind of crazy well i'm glad i've broken a pattern of silence by um recording today and i hope you've you know taken something from this um, like i said i'm gonna try and create not even try i'm going to create a platform that allows more integration and, and interaction and communication because i would love to hear some thoughts I would, I would love to speak to you guys and hear what you think about what i talk about and get some feedback and actually have a discussion on it you know and even invite you know anyone that would love to speak about some of the topics that i bring up you know some of the things that i find interesting you know i'm sure there are people out there that also find it interesting and meaningful i hope and um yeah please just you know like i said i've got a youtube channel so you can you know reach out on there in the comment section i'm on twitter but i hardly use it don't even like twitter man to be honest but that's another story um but yeah i'm creating i'm in actually in the middle of creating a patreon page um you know just for you know anyone that likes the content to support and ultimately to be honest like i said earlier um, you've probably heard someone in the background i'm trying to get a, a, a location to record so i can start you know now the lockdown is getting lifted having you know people come in live instead of like the remote i think all of the interviews that i've had on this podcast have been like remote interviews which are cool um but i would definitely like to have some live ones and but have like a nice location for that so yeah i'm setting up the patreon page um for you know to build a community and to help support you know just getting a location where you know we can build together and i also want to start doing more things locally in my community um getting more people together especially like projects for the youth young people and all people to be honest but it's definitely something i've always been close to my heart like having practical things to do for young people giving them skills confidence and you know competence and and knowledge of self love of self you know and not so much knowledge that i'm going to teach you you're going to listen now you're going to know but just more knowledge of 
how important it is to love yourself and to see the conditioning and the moment you start to see it it automatically starts to uncondition you know um, just observing it as we know loosens the shackles so which funny enough on the, the patreon page i've actually got an image on one of the t-shirts um of like shackles being broken um so yeah check that out soon um but yeah thank you once again for listening for joining me once again peace love power to you all if you feel like anyone can benefit from anything i've said then please share it with your friends family whoever colleagues and yeah if you have any comments please like and like i said just find a way to get in contact with me um if you want to you know have a discussion not an interview and all that but a discussion you know on a podcast like let me know if you're local let's do this if you're not we can still do this remote whatever you know um but i'll just i don't know i guess i've got a real strong sense of wanting to like just reach out and touch you know touch people and um i guess just spread a positive message you know um so yeah with that being said happy birthday to my beautiful princess it's her birthday today um by the way i don't celebrate birthdays or anything but you know that is um probably the most precious young woman in my life so happy birthday beautiful um i love you and i hope you're having an amazing amazing day you know you probably won't hear this today but regardless of what day you hear it this is one of the reasons why i don't celebrate birthdays because to me every day should be like a birthday every day you should be trying to you know what i mean fulfill your greatest um sense of self ultimately you know what i mean i shouldn't be miserable 364 days oh no it's my birthday today and no, i can't be miserable i need to party i need to enjoy myself i need to reach out to people i need to let people know it's like it's my special day and you know what i mean like celebrate that like, I, I think every day we're waking up should be a celebration i get it you can't go all out every day but at the same time even that to me is a social construct because why not why can't you go all out every day and still work and love your job and love the people you're working with and you know what i mean just love the environment and love the tools that you have to use to fulfill your job and you know all these type of things it's just things like there's just so many flipping restrictions and i think half of them that's already in the world is that they're already there so it's like it just takes too much energy to hate i think that's the point i'm getting to it takes too much energy to hate and dislike and form like just opinions that just don't serve us it takes a lot of energy you know critical thinking beautiful absolutely 100 percent innovation absolutely 100 percent but i think when you spend too much time complaining and moaning then you know what i mean it just it just takes away you know what do they say like the 60 seconds that you're moaning for that's a whole minute that you're not being happy they're not going to happen simultaneously and it's like making a choice you know and sometimes we feel like we don't have a choice and i think 
the moment you start to get some of that power back is the moment you do have a choice the moment you realize you do have a choice i will say it again you do have a choice it's about exercising that choice throughout the day every day and not just on your birthday not just on thanksgiving not just on christmas not just on easter not just on bank holidays you know what i mean not just on the weekend i'm not just alive on saturday and sunday and friday night you know what i mean when there's life there's hope man and let's just enjoy especially right now like everything that's going on you know what i mean it's hard to to smile and keep smiling but we gotta it's hard but so's the journey when i'm carrying too many bags from the, sh the supermarket home it's hard it's not so hard that i'm gonna start dropping the bags i think you know what effort i've got four bags here i need to let one go i'm just gonna leave it here on the street like, it's not gonna happen is it for some for some reason we we seem to be a bit more attentive i don't say for some reason we kind of probably know what the reason is or whatever but or the reasons whatever you know but you know we just need to I guess awaken to the fact that what's inside needs just as much attention if not more than what's going on outside that we're placing so much value on you know what i mean that's the way we break ourselves free that's the way we conjure up the strength to break those so-called solid shackles it's to realize that you're already free and it's the realization that breaks it in my opinion and that's just from my little experience but anyway you've been listening to Cole Lewis and this is another episode of Above the Clouds stay strong stay blessed stay woke God bless peace